Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What is up, girl dads? I just recently remembered that I was on a podcast I was on someone else's podcast a while ago and talked about the really good topic of, of discipline. And it brought it came back up to my brain because I actually just totally screwed up my own system for discipline the other day. And it was really frustrating. So I thought I would share that because, I mean, what better place to air out your dirty laundry than on a podcast for everybody to hear? But that's what we're here for. And so... I'm not sure if everybody's experience is the same, but four years old seems to be like a a challenging time for our kids. I don't know what it is. Everybody's like, oh, terrible twos. Twos were a piece of cake. I actually loved the twos. They were a ton of fun. Three, uh, it was like third turd type of a thing, man. They They were the biggest turds at three. And then four, four is different. Four is like that obstinate to like... I'm going to stick it to the man, fist in the air. I'm going to fight every single thing that you do. <clears throat> oh man, it is it is not been fun. I mean, there are it's a every every stage has its its ups and downs, its positives, its pros, its cons. Uh, but but the the obstinance and and the just wanting to fight on everything uh is a little unique to my youngest right now cuz she does just wake up and choose violence. That's her modem operandi so uh, you know that's that's gonna happen but four just seems to be where she's just really you know like i'm gonna i'm gonna push this all out and see see what i can get and so the other day i mean it was really bad they they wanted to clean they they made a mess of the house basically we were watching the sun's playoff basketball game we were super into it basically left the kids unsupervised they were in the playroom everybody was safe but they just trashed the playroom i mean just tore it apart we told them hey you know it's actually mother's day so you got to clean up and if you don't clean up and get this done like i'm not gonna ruin mom's special dinner because you're screwing around right like i'm gonna order mom a special dinner and you're gonna have dino nuggets like that's how it's gonna go and so My oldest was like, well, I don't want that. So she jumped on it. She's like, let's go. We got to work hard. I was like, finally, she's motivated. She gets it. My youngest, though, was like, nope, I'm going to fight you. And so she fought everything. She's like, no, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. And just like when she turns and faces me, like she's literally going to fight me. Like she lowers her eyebrows and stares at me. Like it, it triggers me in the worst possible way. Right. And so like I get super angry. I lose my temper way faster than I should. It makes me upset, actually. I'm upset that I lost my temper on her. Like she's she's being her. She's figuring things out. And I am, you know, basically silverback gorilla pound my chest, King Konging, you know, discipline in the house. And that's not discipline. That doesn't help. That's that's ego and pride. So. For for us, when we react, for us men, us dads, when we react like that, 
that's not for the child, right? That discipline isn't for them. It's not helping them move forward. If anything, it's damaging them. What it is, is it's for our ego and for our pride. We're saying, you're challenging me, therefore we will fight until I am the victor and, and you know, foot on the chest, dominance type of a thing. That's what it is. That's what it all is. And it's it's ridiculous because I, we've had a previous episode where discipline is for the kid, not for the parent. And we have to remember that. And so we actually set up a system to try to to help with that. It was we weren't that intentional. I'm going to be honest with you. Like we were like, hmm, well, I have a, I'm prone to lose my temper, so we should build this system like this. No, it wasn't anything like that. We just built the system, and then after the fact, I realized, wow, that really works out because it keeps it from being uh, about me and about my ego, more about the discipline for them. And so our system is we are a kind of a one, two, three system. So really we give them, we give them tons of opportunities to talk. Like I try to talk and reason with them at every opportunity. Like this is what you're doing. This is why you can't do it. This is why it's wrong. This is why it's dangerous. Do you understand? And they'll say, I know. Like, do you understand? That's a yes, no question. I know. (sighs) Okay. Now my temper's bubbling. Like, no, you need to tell me yes or no. Do you understand? Like I really drive that piece home so that they say yes, I understand. Okay, now we're on the same page. And then if they keep going, then it's timeout, right? We have a little timeout chair. We actually took a random chair from somewhere. We painted it a different color. We were gonna, you know, put like a a saying on it about discipline or something like that. We never made it that far. We made it just to painting it and then setting it setting it in the playroom so we have a timeout chair that is specifically for that we don't use it for anything else it's there when we say go to timeout they just go straight to the timeout chair that is step one all right and then everything after timeout is reinforcing the timeout okay so it's not about us or our ego it's timeout go separate and think so the punishment is really separation we are not meant to be isolated being separated from the group, separated from the family sucks. It hurts. We don't like it. We don't like seeing everybody be happy and us be unhappy. It's the prodigal son type of a thing, right? If you're rolling around separated, rolling around a pig pen, you're going to go back to your family and beg to come back in. That's that's what it is. Being separated is a punishment. And it's a punishment they understand because they see it distinctly. So that is the punishment, being separated from the group. Everything else after that, is to reinforce the importance of the timeout. So the timeout is is really the punishment. That's where we want it to end. And so we need them to understand that and to take that timeout chair seriously. Okay, so we do the timeout after the, you know, we do the one minute per age type of a thing. At the end of it, we kind of debrief, why are you in timeout? This is why it's not safe. This is why we're doing these things. Like, trust us, we're on your team. We're trying to help you. We're not trying to take your fun away. We're trying to keep you from brain damage and and hope that they understand it. They usually do. They usually understand it. They've usually had an adjustment. And most of the time, like 90% of the time, they actually fix their behavior. Uh, the few times where they're just, you know what? No, this is the hill I'm going to die on today. And they choose to keep fighting even though they're in timeout. Step two is we actually do, we separate it even farther. We go to their room. They're in their room by themselves, door closed. And 
to be honest with you, it's a slippery slope on them. By the time they're they're so fired up on on step two, like it's really hard to keep them from just jumping all the way into step three. But in step two, usually it's because they're so worked up, all right. And so like they've had their the disciplinary was was the chair. They didn't handle that, so we go up to our room and they're going to you know I'll let them throw their fit in their room, and then I'll go in and I I will try to do like breath or breath work with them. So it's like six deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, recenter yourself, get your emotions back under control, get yourself figured out. And then we do a 100% silent timeout. And I usually stay there with them. So it's, it's not just in the chair where they can, you know, screw with things and mess around and they're just separated. No, this is like a, a full silence. You sit there and every single time they even make a noise, the timeout starts over. So it's kind of not an extreme. It's kind of an extreme timeout. So if they can't handle the extreme timeout, which I, I think has only happened a couple of times, it doesn't happen often, is then we are we are a smack your butt family. We are a spank family. We believe that there that is the the next course of action so that's the third step and it, it's we've got a routine to it we've got a method to it we follow there's a book called shepherding your child's heart and there's a method to making sure that you're ensuring dignity of the child that this is you know this is punishment and behavior this is readjusting behavior this is not about removing their dignity or removing their self-esteem or or damaging them in any any sort of way so there is a method to it. I highly recommend that book. There's a lot of people in the new school who are going to be like, oh, this is old, blah, blah, blah. But it, it's legit. I think it is a good model to build off of, and then you can kind of adjust it to yourself. And so, I, I mean, after that, the behavior is modified, right? The, the adjustment is made. One of the things that we make sure that we do is that I make sure that I stay there with them right? I don't leave them. I stay there. And then when they're ready, then we usually like kind of cuddle or, or hang out together. We kind of get our emotions rebalanced. We talk a little bit and then I stay with them after that. Like I'm not going to smack their butt and then abandon them. That's, that's not what it is. It's not about abandonment. We're maintaining their dignity the whole time. So that's super important there. But that method, that one, two, three escalation process is there to really protect both me and the kid type of a thing, right? Like it protects the kid from me so that I don't just go ballistic. I can't just take a kid and go straight to step three and smack their butt for anything I want to. That's not right. That's not, that's abuse, okay? That's just me using my ego to take it out on somebody physically, and that's not okay. And so having this one, two, three discipline system is how we, one, we escalate and reinforce the punishments, right? So with an intention that timeout is where it ends, like get it done there. Otherwise, we just have to keep making it worse until you make the adjustment. And and then it also helps me not just go ballistic. I can't just terrorize my family right not that I would that's not something I would do but having that model and that method there helps me stay in place if I go through that each time consistently then my kid will be able to figure it out and she'll adjust right we don't have to go ballistic we don't have to lose our tempers it's not about our ego 
It's not about any of that. It's about helping our kids understand what it means to be a part of a family, what it means to behave, what it means to succeed, what it means to live life with consequences, because everything in life has consequences and very real, tangible ones. And so we, we can't forsake discipline, but we also can't, you know, dump our pride and ego and lash out on our kids either. So parenting is about bringing up the kids, not about us. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know. I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledo podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.